Hello, folks. Welcome back yet again to the Bibbs Corner Podcast. I am your host, as always, Mike Bibbins. You can find me on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. And um, <laughs> the GOAT series is has been concluded. Uh, if you've already checked it out, thank you for all your your streams and comments and feedback um, that I've been getting online um, again all 52 players have been announced in audio and on the website if you wanted to go see the pictures and video and like re- go back over some of the, 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 the key information all that's on the website for players down to number 11 I'll be getting out the top 10 on the website this weekend I'm sure that one's going to be good one um <clears throat> but I, I mean i've enjoyed it like i said I've, I've learned a lot about the game and you know along the way after with the whole list out now there's been questions about guys that did not make the list and why so i wanted to do like a spillover episode where i, I talk about the guys that did not make the list um how close they were to making the top 50 um and then based on the results kind of get an idea as to how I can maybe tweak the formula going forward so uh, we'll get into that in a minute Uh, it's a busy week coming up in the NBA Uh, we got options taking place over the weekend and we've got the NBA draft on the 18th and then free agency kicks off next weekend so these next five six seven days for the nba is about to be crazy i'm excited uh the whole league is about to look different guys like westbrook they're probably westbrook uh westbrook is probably going to be moved chris paul is probably going to be moved um the 76ers are definitely going to be doing something uh the hornets are talking about taking on a big contract so uh, a whole lot of possibilities like i said of things that can happen the mavericks are interested in every single player in the NBA like I don't even get excited about rumors about the Mavs and who they're potentially pursuing like first of all they don't leak information so there's almost nobody that's going to get a scoop on what the Mavs are doing unless one of the other teams leaks it and then secondly like I said the Mavs are interested in everybody so until I hear serious discussions Involving the Mavs and XYZ, I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna react, um, and then I'm I'm also in this place where I'm just not investing any energy into the Mavs off season. That's it's been very stressful and annoying <laughs> for years now. So rather than put myself through that, I'm just gonna react to it as it comes. Versus, oh, we really need to get such and such and blah, 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 blah. If you ask me what I like XYZ player, yes, I I will respond to that and tell you I would love to have Drew Holiday on the Mavericks. But I'm not going to invest my energy in trying to manifest that. Um, But yeah, I I think this is enough rambling for the intro. So let's get straight to uh, who didn't make it and why. Go series. Okay, so if you have already listened to the GOAT series, 
uh, you know who the top 52 players were. And there are some very obvious guys, quote unquote, missing. Um, again, I designed a formula to try to figure out who are the greatest players of all time? Who were the guys that dominated their eras? Who were the guys at the top of the league um, winning titles, winning MVP trophies, winning scoring titles, winning finals MVP awards, stepping up when it mattered? And that's, that's what I got. So uh, some of the guys that you may perceive as missing haven't done a lot of that. So let's, let's get straight to it. Uh, the first guy actually out of the ranking. So again, I ended up having to release the top 52 because of a mistake. Uh, number 53 on the GOAT rankings was Dominique Wilkins. And he had actually 185.34 uh, GOAT points. And Joe Folks, who finished number 52, had 189. So they, he was within four points of being that guy and uh if you want to take it to number 50 number 50 only had 190 so uh he was within five points of number 90 that's that's an all nba third team selection uh he was in within that range of being in that top 50 um dominique wilkins is a guy who does not have any mvp trophies does not have any finals mvps uh only has one all nba first team selection um he did win a scoring title. He is an all-time point-per-game and playoff point-per-game guy. Uh, he's up there, but he never he never got to the top of the heap. So uh, that's why he's so close, but didn't quite get in. Um, moving forward, and some of these guys are guys that were requested for me to look into, and then some are people that uh, I just thought were interesting. So moving forward or moving further down the list, uh, the first active player who is outside the top 52 is Chris Paul. So Chris Paul came in with 160.67 GOAT points. And again, he's a guy who's never been to the finals, who's never won an MVP. Uh, he does have four All-NBA First selections. So four years he was in the top five in the league, four years he was in the top 10 or another four years he was in the top 10 so I guess eight years in the top 10 um and then he has an all-nba third as well so nine years of his career he's been a top 15 player seven all defensive first team selections four assist titles uh an all-time top five career assist per game guy but again hasn't won it on the big stage so he comes in at number 56 uh, if he gets to the finals next year, wherever he ends up and wins a finals MVP, he's jumping into the 40s. If he uh, somehow makes an all NBA, you know, first team again or an all NBA second team, he's going to be very close to jumping into that top 50. But as of now, he's just on the outside looking in. And so uh, that kind of gets to an, a theme that we have here so legendary point guards did not make it and i'm talking traditional type point guards distributors leaders those type of guys they they weren't given a ton of love in this list now if you have seen the list you know that there are some great point guards that are in there magic johnson steph curry steve nash those guys are all in the list jason kidd uh came in at 51 so it didn't completely exclude point guards but if you weren't a scorer 
along with your your distribution, you probably weren't going to quite make the cut. So numbers 58 through 60 are Isaiah Thomas, the the old one, (laughs) John Stockton and Gary Payton. And they all come in. 147 is Isaiah Thomas. 145.6 is Stockton. And 145.3 is Gary Payton. And we're talking about guys with... um, Let's see, Isaiah Thomas has a finals MVP award. But three All-NBA first. That's three years he was in the top five. Then two All-NBA seconds. That's two years or five total years he was in the top ten in the league. And again, that's great, but it didn't quite get him into the top 50 of all time. Like the top 50 of all time, most of those guys have MVPs uh, or finals MVP awards, which again, Isaiah had one finals MVP. I believe he also he got a half a credit on uh, losing in the finals, a half a credit for a finals runner up. But in Isaiah's particular situation i believe that his issue is that you know he ended up retiring young let me pull his info up real quick while i am looking but isaiah thomas is 59 today you don't care about that he retired at 32 years old um his last season in the league he averaged 14 points and seven assists at 32 uh he one, two, three, four. He had over 20 points a game five years. And that was where when he was 21 to 25 years old. So his last few years in the league, and he did win a couple titles in there after that. But his stats just started to go downhill quickly. So he had a he had a moment and he made a lot of all-star games, but I didn't care about all-star games. I want to see you doing it at the top level his team did it but he just had a great team it wasn't it wasn't him um john stockton again he's up there he's at 59 but not quite enough to get into that top 50 every year that they were at the top carl malone was the the guy doing most of the the work uh for the team and that's why carl malone is in the top 20 um and then again, a Gary Payton, great defensive player. Uh, it made me question these guys being where they are. Made me question if maybe I should give assists more credit. And I, that's something I'll look into during the course of the uh, the off season. And then the other thing is it kind of made me question if I should get defense more credit. I don't think I should, but it, it's something to look into. So, moving further down the list. Another point guard, Derrick Rose. He's actually right behind Gary Payton at 62. So the fact that Gary that Derrick Rose still is able to get to 62 tells you like the 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 formula is it tried to be fair to guys who had a short window, but you just had to do a lot in that short window. So Rose getting an MVP award boosts him up dramatically. Oh, he only had one All NBA first. Uh, he's actually 39th in career playoff points per game, interestingly. Um, and I was asked by, I believe it was Isaac Apelt or Apelt. So I don't know how you pronounce your name, brother. I'm sorry. Um, where would I, what do I think Rose would be if he had not gotten 
uh, injured how he did, if his career wasn't derailed with the injuries. <clears throat> and so to that question, again, he's, he's coming in at 62 despite the injury and, you know, his career not being what it should be. I think best case scenario, he wins another MVP um, and has uh, maybe three all NBA first team selections. Um, best case scenario, I could see him being in that that mid 20s range. Um, and that's like a little bit behind where Steph is right now. He, um, I think that a guy like him, you have to look at the shelf life of that athleticism and how quickly the league kind of learns you. <clears throat> so, for example, I think worst case scenario, uh, he'd be around where Westbrook is in the mid 30s. Uh, where he just has the one MVP and then, you know, a few All-NBA firsts, a few All-NBA seconds. Uh, no real defensive awards or anything like that. But, again, Westbrook is in the mid-30s. Steph is in the, the low 20s. I think Rose would probably be mid-20s to mid-30s uh, if he had stayed healthy. Um, getting a ring definitely would have pushed him closer to the Steph range than the Westbrook range. So, um, something to think about there. Um I love D. Rose. I was excited for where his career was going. I, I do hope he does eventually latch onto a team that, that goes on a run just to kind of see him, you know, be part of something like that again. Um, moving forward, <clears throat> again, another point guard. Right behind Derrick Rose right now at number 63 is Dame Dollar with 142.6 GOAT points. Again, uh, he's... Joe Folks was 189. He's the last guy on the list. <clears throat> Dame being less than 50 points away means Dame goes on a finals run and wins a finals MVP. He's in the top 50. Right now, just one All-NBA first, three seconds and a third. Uh, he is getting boosted by his current playoff and career point per game numbers, uh, which most people that's going to decline over the course of your career as you get older but right now he's in his his prime so may go up uh it's going to be interesting to see how active players move when when I update these every every off season so again I'm 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 excited about that and guys like Dane Chris Paul um just outside the the rankings are guys to watch next we have Scotty Pippen who was another guy that was requested. He's coming in at 65th. And I think a guy like Scottie Pippen and even John Stockton are guys that get boosted on all-time lists because of wh where they were seen. They were seen in the, the finals. They were seen doing big things in the playoffs and stuff like that. But it says something to me when... You're on a team like that, but you it's very clear who's one and here's who's two. Um, nobody's got it confused ever that Pippen was the leader of the Bulls with Michael Jordan there. When Jordan left, they didn't do a lot. Uh, when Scottie Pippen, after Jordan retired the, the second time even, didn't do a ton. Um so again, I think he's kind of riding coattails a good bit. Not to to take anything away from him, he's he's sixty five on the list. He has three All NBA firsts, two seconds and two thirds, eight All Defensive firsts, two All Defensive seconds. 
second and uh, is eighth all time in total playoff points. But again, a lot of that was Michael carrying the load, winning those finals MVPs and MVPs, being the best player on the team. Um, I was asked to look into Clay, and Clay is barely a blip on the radar. Like, I go look at Clay Thompson right now. Um, I ended up having to add three players to this based on what I was asked to, to look at. Um, so there's 139 people that have been plugged into the formula. Clay's coming in at 138 with 14.84 go points. Um, one of the three players that I plugged in was Luca. Luca has 20 GOAT points already, uh, and that's an all-NBA first selection is 20 points. Uh, Clay has his 14 from two all-NBA third selections and uh, all-defensive second. And again, he's already behind Luca on the, the greatest of all time list. Um, and again, that's just coattails. So... Steph and Clay, Steph and KD, I should say, are both in the top 50, uh, and they play together. Westbrook and KD are both in the top 50. They play together. Uh, there's a lot. Shaq and Kobe are both in the top 15, played together, one rings together. Dwayne Wade made the top 50, uh, playing with LeBron and Shaq to, for his rings. So it's doable to have multiple guys. There's there's multiple guys from those Celtics teams, from those Lakers teams back in the day. They're all kind of sp- spread out a bit. But, you know, it, if, if it's clear who's one and who's two, if it's not close, if there's not a point in time where one guy takes over from the other, then it's going to hurt you if you're a Robin. If you're a tr- legit Robin, it's going to hurt you in an all-time ranking um situation. I don't think that that should be shocking to people. I think it for me is eye-opening to maybe realize that I'm justified in questioning if Pippen should be in a top 50 of all time list. Um at some point you want to see a guy take over him and carry the load. Um I think I wanted that for Clay at one point. But maybe Clay knew something I didn't. Maybe he knew he that's not him. He needed to play off of a Steph. Um, for me, it is it is a, something that's justifiable that those guys don't make the list. And I'm again, I, I think it came out great. If you haven't seen the list, I don't think anybody really had any complaints. It's pretty straightforward how I broke it down, what I was looking for. So Pippen. Being on the outside but still being close makes me feel okay. He's still top 65, despite not making the top 50. Ben Wallace actually came in at 68, which I thought was interesting. Uh, He's being boosted by his four uh, Defensive Player of the Year awards. Um, Tom Heinsohn, who just passed away this week, may he rest in peace, uh, is coming in at number 71. Uh, He's boosted by a finals MVP that he won. Uh, Carmelo Anthony was another guy that was requested. He actually comes in at number 72. Uh, He's boosted by a scoring title and his playoff and career points per game totals. Uh, Carmelo never made an all-NBA first team. He's got two seconds and four thirds. Uh, Tracy McGrady is coming in at number 73. He has 105 GOAT points as well. He has 105.3. Carmelo's at 105.6. 
and McGrady, two All-NBA first, three All-NBA second, two All-NBA third, two scoring titles, and he's getting boosted by his playoff points per game despite not really having much success in the playoffs. Um, again, McGrady, 73. Big game James Worthy is a guy who I believe people asked about during the series or or before the series, the guys they expected to see on the list. Uh, he's coming in at 82, and, I mean, he was a big game player, so he has a finals MVP. Uh, he's 25th all-time in playoff total points. He has uh, a finals runner-up MVP, which is a cre- uh, award I created to try to give guys credit for making the finals once the league had expanded to uh, a 16-game playoff. And, you know, those are great accolades, but when you look at what he did in the regular season, he just has two all-NBA thirds to show. So, yeah, he stepped up in the big games, big game James, that's why he got the name, but in the regular season, he wasn't doing a lot. So, uh, very interesting to see there. Another guy that people were surprised didn't make the list and he's way down here, Patrick Ewing. Uh, you know, Patrick Ewing was a great college player, won a national championship, made it to the finals with the Knicks, and he's actually coming in at 85 on this list uh, with 84.5 GOAT points. Patrick Ewing was only All-NBA first one time. Why? Shaq. Hakeem, they they overruled him every time. Uh, he has six All NBA second teams though, um, which again is why uh, pretty much all his points are coming from that. Um, Twenty points for an All NBA first, ten for an All NBA second. So that's eighty of his eighty four right there. Um, defensive, he's got three defensive All NBA uh, defensive second teams. So that's one and a half points each. That's the rest of his points. Uh, you say, you know, the Knicks made the finals in 94. Bibbs, you had that that final runner-up MVP award. Even though they didn't win it, he should be able to get those points. He did not. Those points actually went to Derek Harper, who had a better series uh, than Patrick Ewing in those finals. And Hakeem locked him down. That's why Hakeem is top 15. <laughs> um, again, these the award, the formula is beautiful, man. I, I, I hate to brag on myself, but the formula did what it was supposed to do. And it awarded guys for finishing, first of all, as well as awarded guys that had great regular seasons. Like Carl Malone is in the top 12 despite not having any rings because he was a dominant regular season force. He got two MVP trophies. Uh, those things matter. And um, I don't know, it Patrick Ewan not being up there is not too crazy when you look at it, when you look at it on paper. Uh, moving down the list, uh, we're getting close to the end here. So Rudy Gobert is actually number 100 right now on, on the list. And say what you want about Rudy Gobert, but a dominant defensive guy. I personally, when I when I look at what he does for a team, and I, I, I can't remember who I was talking to about this, but when I was reading up on Bill Russell and what he did, it kind of reminded me of like a Gobert type, like he ate space on the inside. The guys on his team could play aggressively on the perimeter, knowing he was back there. They would just funnel it down to him. Uh, dominant on the glass, and, you know, he's barely scored. He, I think I 
broke it down in his entire career. He never scored night more than he never scored 19 points or more per game in any season of his career ever. And he's in that top top five. I'm not going to tell you exactly where he's in that top five, despite that. Um, just a, a, a perfect piece. Like when the, the team had all kinds of scores already, they were just looking for a defensive anchor. And he was that for his entire career for his 13 seasons where he won 11 rings. Um, so in that situation, when you're a guy like that, being in the right spot, it helps. Um, and because of that, Russell only got five finals MVPs uh, during that time frame. And of course, those were not real awards back then. They were created based on advanced stats but he also had five regular season MVPs, so apparently that formula <laughs> deduced some things there. Um, moving down the list, Kevin McHale was requested by Reese. He's actually 101st, right behind Gobert right now. So uh, <laughs> definitely interesting to see that there. But again, being part of those legendary teams, you gotta you gotta be the guy for at least one of those years if you're trying to to jump into that top fifty. Uh, Paul George is actually coming in at 107. Draymond is 110. Jimmy Butler at 112. Reggie Miller at 121. And Reggie Miller is another one of those guys that is hyped because of how close he is to our timeline. We just think he was better than he was. Uh, he had no All-NBA first, no All-NBA second, three All-NBA thirds. He only made three All-NBA teams. And um, a final runner-up MVP for his run in 2000. So those are all his points there. And, again, I think that's fair. Uh, what else do we have? Blake Griffin is actually right behind Reggie Miller at 122. Uh, Blake Griffin, three All-NBA second, two All-NBA third. And I believe that's going to be it for him. Yeah, no playoff success, anything like that. Um Rondo. <laughs> uh, I know how much everybody loves Rondo around here. Rondo's coming in at 133 out of the 139. And he made the list because uh, I believe he got a f half a finals MVP share. Let me check here. Rondo has made one All-NBA team. I was a third, two All-Defensive first, two All-Defensive second, three assist titles. Uh, he is actually 12th and career assists per game. And yeah, he split a finals runner-up MVP with uh, KG, I believe. So that's why he even was plugged into the formula. Um, and then finally, I already talked about Luka with his 20. Goat points being 135 on the list out of 139. Uh, Vince Carter is the last player I was asked about by... Um, and I, I probably should have his name not memorized, but I should know his name by now. I talk to him literally every day on Twitter, but I, I just think of him as tall guy in my head, but I'm gonna see if I could find his <laughs> name. Uh, oh man, tall, tall traveler, dude. There we go. Tall traveler one. There we go. So tall traveler one, um, <laughs> my guy, he wanted to know where Vince Carter came out and it, it, it's not good for your boy, Vince. 
He came in um, with just 16.67 GOAT points, so he's already behind Luka. He's a uh, top t- all-time points total, but he his peak was kind of weak when you look at it on paper. I hate to say it. Um, he has no All-NBA first teams. He has one All-NBA second, one All-NBA third, and that's that's it. An All-NBA second and All-NBA third, no real postseason success. Um, I, for whatever reason in my head, I thought he was on those Nets teams that made the finals, or at least on one of them, but apparently he wasn't. Um, no scoring title. No, uh, I think he never finished higher than 10th in MVP uh, voting. So, yeah, that that's pretty much it. That's if you... Uh, do throw a name at me. I'll plug them in just uh, to expand my list. So that that's going to be an open invitation. If you're out there listening, open invitation. If you have any players that you want me to plug in to the uh, the GOAT formula, I will do so uh, and update my list. You will not hear about this GOAT list again until next offseason when I update it for uh, whatever changes over the course of this year, uh, I'm going to have to change the point per game and totals lists and then add any awards for players that, you know, won awards this year or this coming year. So maybe Luca takes a leap forward and jumps into those 120s with another All-NBA first. Maybe he takes an even bigger leap by winning MVP. We will see. Um, it's going to be exciting. I'm, I, I enjoyed this formula process. I'm going to enjoy it going forward now that all the stuff is in one place already. I can just plug players in. It would take 10 minutes rather than 10 hours. Um, definitely, if you have not checked out the GOAT series, do so. If you've listened to the audio but haven't been to the website, go to the website. Go look at the videos. Go look at the pictures. It's nice to put a face with some of the names you might have heard that you hadn't heard before. Um I think I'm gonna keep this. This is gonna be. This is gonna be close to thirty minutes. A little bit over thirty minutes. So this is yeah. It's gonna be a pretty tight episode. Pretty quick episode. Again, I just wanted to catch the guys that didn't make the list that you might have been curious about. Um, let me throw another name in here randomly. Yao Ming came in at one twenty-seven. Um, just to <laughs> throw another random name in there. Uh, D Harp, Derek Harper. Is right, right ahead of Luca right now. He's at 134 with 28 gold points. So, again, uh, the list was fun. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I have not quite hit my goal on goat content and engagement, but I'm close and I expect to get there when the dust settles. So, um, again, thank you all for tuning in. I'm beginning to ramble, which I tend to do. Um, Again, hit me with any questions, any names. I will add them. This has been the Bibbs Corner Podcast. I am Mike Bibbins, and I'm out.
man, I almost forgot. <laughs> uh, and I'm putting this after the outro music. Um, <laughs> uh, let me see here. Work Nowitzki sent me a trade via DM that he wanted to, to get my opinion on. And it was a trade between the Mavs and the Warriors. Uh, it was Draymond, Wiggins, and number two. For THJ, DeLon, Justin Jackson, Maxi Kleba, Jalen Brunson, 1831, and a 2025 first. He asked me, who says no? I'm saying that the Warriors are going to say no uh, to give up Draymond Green and the number two pick and get back players that they mostly don't have any use for and picks that are worse than that number two pick. I just I don't see what's in it for the Warriors at that point. I think that they can get something of value for Wiggins and that number two probably. Um, and if they're going to trade Draymond, they're going to trade him for an all-NBA type guy um, or they're going to package him with something to get an all-NBA type of guy. Like They're not getting any of that back based on the package that we, we, uh, we would be able to offer to them unless we're sending them KP. Um... So yeah, that's that. And uh, you're probably going to cut the episode off before you get to this. But um, I will definitely send you back to come catch this last couple minutes here. (laughs) All right. Peace for real.